Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Nicole Beck. Nicole, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, let's 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 go. Nicole is the head of communications at the Zebra. They are the nation's leading car and home insurance comparison website. I'm excited to have you on. Nicole, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm based in Austin, Texas. I've lived here for about four years. It's an amazing city, um, and I've been working at the Zebra for the whole time I've been in Austin. So like you said, we're a home and auto comparison website, kind of like kayak.com, but for insurance. So a lot of times when people hear that, they're like, okay, that's interesting. Not a lot of people grow up wanting to work in insurance, but it's so fascinating because we get to kind of give people really unbiased opinions and information about how they can kind of take control of their car insurance, which is something that most people think isn't even possible. Well, I appreciate that. Having worked in the insurance industry or financial services for my entire career, I don't think anybody grows up and says, that's really what I want to do. But <laughs> When, when you start to learn more about it, 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 it it's absolutely exactly. fascinating. So, nice. So, I don't know what a great jumping off point is. I've got a million different questions, but fundamentally, are do people have the right coverages that they ought to? Are they paying too little? Do they pay too much? Are there, are, are, are there general statements like that we can make? Yeah, I think that the most general statement is that people don't really know where they are. So if they don't know where we are, we don't know where they are. A lot of times insurance is kind of autopilot. Set it and forget it. I've had it for 12 years. My parents had it. I'm just going to go with that. Um, So in that case, there really is such a huge question mark. Um, I would say generally people who choose to get car insurance are not usually underinsured. Um, You know, there are state minimums. You have to have a certain amount based on where you live. So if you have insurance, you're going to hit that. But then, of course, there's people who just can't afford it or think they can't afford it. And they're really kind of, you know, skating on thin ice there because it could be a major financial catastrophe if you were to get into an accident. Yeah, there's there's no two ways about that. That is that is a place that, that we 100% want to avoid is needing to actually use an insurance product of some kind but not having it. So, Right. Yeah, it's kind of we joke it's, you know, the product you never want to use but you have to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a fire extinguisher. Kind of like a fire extinguisher. So when when the industry talks about having a personalized quote, what does that mean? Um, that's a great question. So every single car insurance company has an algorithm of how they price you as a driver. So you, George, and me, Nicole, we have completely different factors about our lives, maybe our credit scores, our zip code, if we graduated from college or not, even, you know, male and female, all these things can and oftentimes do play a part in what you pay. So a personalized quote is really running your exact information, not some kind of generalized guess, um, to come up with a price based on the set algorithm that a state regulator has to approve for what Progressive is going to charge you, what Geico is going to charge you, what the general would charge you. And that's different for each company. It's interesting. Um, how, how do they figure that out? Why is it different? 
That's a great question, too. So it's really math is like the short answer at the end of the day. Um, and it's all based on claims. So if men file more claims than women, they're in more crashes. They're like, hey, my car is super banged up because of X, Y, Z factors. Then the insurance companies are like, okay, all of these men are filing a lot more claims than women. We're going to charge them a little bit more because it's more likely based on these statistics that they're going to be involved in a crash um, and that we're going to have to end up paying out a claim to them. So that's how it's calculated. And, you know, obviously different people have different insurance companies. So when they look at their math, insurance company one versus insurance company two, their client base is going to have kind of different behaviors across the board. Interesting. And how often are they reviewing this information and changing the pricing and all that? So they generally review it every six months. Hmm. Um, That's about the time when they're getting new facts and figures. And that's about how often they can submit it to these state insurance regulators. There's one in each of the 50 states and in D.C. And those regulators have to approve this change in math every single time. Sometimes when you see something go through really quickly, a change come through really quickly, it's in response to a natural disaster. So a hurricane or wildfires, something where these insurance companies are paying out a lot of losses at the same time. And they want to very quickly adjust their rates to start bringing in some more money. Got it. Well, that, I think that that's a pretty easy easy thing to, to, to understand if we're in Florida and it's hurricane season or if we live in California and the awful year that they had and it seems like they've been having with wildfires and certainly in Arizona, um, that, mm-hmm. that, that makes sense. Now, I as a client have obviously provided the insurance company with this information. Are they able to to raise rates on me as an individual or is it based on on the for lack of a better term the group that i'm in it's both so um <laughs> yes. they can raise your rates as part of the group that you're in if you're living in florida or in arizona like you said because you know insurance really is just a big pool of money and a big pool of risk so some people pay in and they never take out some people pay in and they take out a lot um so kind of the group is going to have to all pay in but also if you were in an accident um, someone hit your car, a tree fell on your car, and you file a claim, then your specific rates will go up because of that. Got it. Yeah, if I'm constantly getting into fender benders or speeding all the time, these are probably variables that that, that, that will cause the uh, my, my premiums to go up because I am a riskier driver. What are some of those other variables that maybe people don't normally think about? Yeah, well, it can be any sorts of risk as well. So these are, again, signals to your insurance company that you are a risky driver. So any kind of ticket, driving too slowly, speeding in a school zone, getting a DUI, you know, some of the big ones you think about, but some of the smaller ones you don't. Um, Even things like your credit, actually, that's kind of a hotly contested rating factor these days because some people claim it's discriminatory um, because there are systems in place that can affect, you know, your credit. And then other people say, no, this is really based on statistics and this is a really accurate way to say if these insurance companies are going to get paid on time. Um, So if your credit score drops or raises one tier, that actually affects what you pay as well. And another note on violations, if you get a violation, you know, a ticket or a DUI or a crash, that those new rates stay on your profile from anywhere for three to five years. So it's not just, you know, your rates go up a little bit and then they go back down. They stay that high because of that infraction. Hmm. That makes sense. Are there really a lot of people, Nicole, who are getting tickets for driving too slow? (laughs) I don't think so, but you actually will be paying more. The Zebra's data found 
for a ticket for driving too slow than speeding. So well, it is a it is strange logic there, but the insurance penalty is higher for um, for driving too slowly than for going just ten miles over the limit. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, I have not been paying close enough attention. It seems to me that with our smartphones and with devices and all these different new internet of things that car insurance companies would probably want to be sitting right next to me in the form of some mm-hmm. kind of a tracking device. What what are y'all seeing in terms of that? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of a word that we use in the biz are telematics. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are things that kind of track how you drive. They can be those literal plugins that sometimes you see on um, TV commercials for car insurance. They can be actually an app on your phone. And the premise of them, honestly, is, is to only help you save money. A lot of times the insurance companies claim that they're not going to penalize you for bad driving. Like if they notice you're speeding um, in the you know, 50 mile an hour zone, you're going 60. They are obviously tracking math, but they claim they're not going to penalize you. They're only going to reward you if you don't practice hard braking, if you are staying within the speed limit and things like that. So the trust there is kind of a battle for the insurance companies to climb. Um, but as far as the cell phone itself, something that we found really interesting is that car insurance has taken a long time to catch up. So obviously distracted driving is rampant. You see people on their phones, you're honking at them to go through the light, you see that they're texting or they're watching a video. Um, it wasn't until the year 2015 that insurance companies really started to kind of penalize people for that. And it was about a 6% raise in their rates if they got a ticket for distracted driving. Now in 2020, your rates are going to go up uh, 21.5% for that. So the insurance companies kind of realized people were using their phones and that it was causing them a lot of losses because of a lot of accidents. I heard that in 2020, the number of fatalities actually went up um, on, mm-hmm. on driving, and, and I was shocked by that because I figured so few of us were actually driving. Yes, I've heard that same thing. It's crazy. I think that people, you know, when they were out on the roads, they just weren't living in the same kind of headspace as they were before, kind of in quote-unquote normal times. Um, and there were more fatalities, and there were also just more serious accidents in general, even though there were statistically fewer people on the road. Um, so we, you know, we saw a decline in insurance rates after the year 2020 overall, but we think that they're going to kind of sharply pick back up because if that, if that aggressive driving continues, then there's just going to be even more claims because there are more people. So the people who became kind of worse drivers, now there's more of them. Yeah. 21% increase. That is, that is extremely punitive. And that, I think that's, I feel like that's what the commercial should be. It's like, Hey, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you will just get a huge premium increase. Exactly for three years. Yeah, for three years. Wow. Well, I yeah. think that's nothing but a good thing. Um, exactly. In terms of thinking about car insurance, uh, 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 an auto insurance policy as as purely a commodity, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, that's a great question and something that we at the Zebra are really thoughtful about because it's easy to look at our model and say, "I want to sort low to high," but the important thing to note is that there are different kinds of customers out there and the different insurance companies are meant for those different customers. So you can even see it in the way they advertise. The general, for example, is somebody who advertises on TV, catchy jingles, um, all about kind of fast service. We'll get you covered. We know you need us in a pinch. We're here for you. Anybody can get insurance. 
Um, that model is obviously built for people who maybe are in quite a bit few accidents and have been dropped from a carrier, um, or maybe they switch from car to car, they were without a car for a little bit, now they need insurance, they can get it quickly. Um, State Farm, on the other hand, is very much involved in people who have you know, multiple cars and a home bundling, kind of that notion of being very taken care of, an agent in your neighborhood here to answer all of your questions. There are two very different people who are seeking insurance from those two companies that serve those very different needs. So um, we at the Zebra kind of want to take on the burden of helping guide you to the best insurance for your situation. And we always say, sometimes that's the cheapest and sometimes it's not. It's worth paying a little bit more for roadside assistance or to be able to talk to talk to a person or in the case of the younger generations to not have to talk to a person. They want to do business online and they don't want to have to worry about having to go in and sign some papers. Got it. Yeah, I appreciate that. So when people hear bundle, I think that, that it mm-hmm. it certainly intellectually makes sense to me. But what is that yeah. what does that really mean? How 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 valuable is that? It's really valuable because Um, You can see some big savings as a customer if you bundle your home insurance and your car insurance or your renter's insurance and your car insurance, um, or even you can bundle your car insurance with another person living at your address. So it doesn't have to be a spouse. It can be a roommate. It can be just, you know, a significant other. Um, That is kind of a signal to the insurance company that you've got multiple people or multiple assets that you care about. Like I've got a home and a car and they're like, great, you're going to probably be responsible because you don't want to lose your home and you don't want to use your car, lose your car. Um, and so they are able to give discounts for kind of reaching that stage in your life of responsibility for lack of a better word. I know that doesn't apply to everybody who doesn't have those things, obviously. Um, but it can be a signal to those insurance companies that you are, you know, a customer who's committed to protecting these things in your life that are important. Um, and so they're able to give you a little bit of a break because they trust that you're going to do the right thing to take care of them. Got it. Of your, of your home and your car. Makes sense. Um, so now I'm going to, to do a commercial for you without really trying to do it. Well, we're talking about comparison website. This isn't just a price website. You, you are mm-hmm. like, like when I go to the zebra and, and I've not bought insurance through the zebra or got a quote, um, but just sort of what we're talking about leads me to think that, well, I'm just curious what the experience is when when I go yeah. there. Yeah, I think the first and uh, foremost thing you should know is that it's all about matching you with the best policy. So you'll put in your information um, as much or as little as you want. Obviously, the more the better so that we can come up with accurate quotes for you. Um, you know, your vehicle, the age of your vehicle, the make and the model, all those things play a part. And then from there, you can see kind of what your options are. Um, We are also really interested in providing people with educational tools. So on our website, there are more than a thousand articles about why am I charged this? How can I get this down? What does this word mean? You know, sometimes these words can just get really jargony and overwhelming. Um, Before I worked at the Zebra, I lived in downtown Boston and I didn't have a car. So I wasn't used to kind of what made up these, this jargon and vernacular and what I should be paying and what other people are paying. So on the Zebra's website, there's so many opportunities for you to read up if you want to, but you can also call and ask somebody. <laughs> we don't expect you to do that work if you don't want to. Um, we really are kind of making it whatever you want. If you want to talk to an agent, great. If you want to do the research yourself, great. If you want to just talk to somebody to buy it, um, that's great. Uh, It really is kind of as much or as little interaction as you want or as you need to be matched with the policy that's best for you. We can provide a tip of like, hey, we see you have a home. 
have you considered bundling? Or if you raise your credit score, you're going to be able to save this much. So it's kind of that interactive process of understanding how can I be in the best position um, for myself and my family and getting the best protection, but also not completely overpaying and having way too much insurance. Love it. Great. Well, Nicole, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? (laughs) If there's anything that you remember, compare your car insurance quotes. Do not set it and forget it. At the very least, you're going to be comfortable knowing that you have the best policy for you. Um, And um, the best case scenario, you're going to save so much money. You're going to be in the best protected scenario um, so that you have that insurance that you hope you never use. But if you have to, it will not be a headache. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you and the zebra? Head over to thezebra.com. Easy enough. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Nicole your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to thezebra.com. Take advantage of the great resources. Check out the blog. You can talk to somebody or just get information on the, um, online. Thanks again, Nicole. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all <laughs> in this together.